the one piece that you really want to start to delve into is old beliefs that start to frame the way you look at yourself and life. They can be so hidden that you don't even know they're there until you start working to unveil them. Hello, I am Kristen Bomas and welcome to Struck by Enlightenment, where we are on a conscious journey to life mastery. And today we're going to talk about the six steps you can use to unveil old beliefs that might be limiting your freedom in this lifetime. More often than not, if something isn't happening in your life in exactly the way you wish it to be, there is a challenge inside you that is blocking that freedom of expression in this life. And often my clients ask, you know, okay, so what and where and why, right? People who are used to making lots of money are kind of in the stuck phase of not making money and they want to know why or they are in relationships that aren't really fulfilling and they want to know why, but they're stuck there, right? Why are they not fulfilling? Why are those aspects of your life not filling up your heart and soul the way you wish them to? Well, those can come from all kinds of bits and pieces in your history. But as you start to look at your history, the one piece that you really want to start to delve into is old beliefs that start to frame the way you look at yourself and life. They can be so hidden that you don't even know they're there until you start working to unveil them. And your truth lies beyond these old beliefs that were put upon you. So you really want to take time and ask yourself, where is your life not giving you all of the yummy that you wish it to have? And where it's not, it's because something inside you is blocking it. And that's where we begin today. So I'm going to give you the six steps. Um, there is a, a small ebook on Amazon, and it is the six steps to unveiling your truth. And you just look for it under my name. But it's a tiny little ebook that will literally walk you through these steps. But I want you to understand why it's so important to start to pull out the old beliefs from your present wishes. You were raised to meet expectations, to fit in, to feel a sense of belonging, and hopefully to feel a sense of acceptance. And so you, during those formative years, unintentionally stop really seeking out the truth of you and start looking outward to meet everybody else's expectations, to, to do whatever they want you to do, be who they want you to be, and to believe what they want you to believe. Even something as simple as our religion we believe in the religion we are a part of because that's what our family did. No one asked us where we would fit in the best, right, growing up. Now, as we become adults, we may do that, but as children, we learn to believe in the way our family believes. Some of them are obvious, like religion, and that's why I use that example. Some are not very easy to find at all. They're very hidden underneath a whole bunch of other muck. So today I'm going to go over the, the six steps briefly for you to start to understand that there is a way to, to delve in and find out what's altering your world from giving you ideal experiences. The very first thing you want to do is identify the experiences that are happening in your life that don't fit and ask yourself as openly as you can what beliefs carry you forward in this. If I, I think the easiest example in the world is to, is money. Um, so somebody who is 
not really their business isn't bringing in the kind of money that they thought it could and and think it can and they want to know why like why am i not bringing in that kind of money and when you start to look at your beliefs around money it's pretty amazing what you learn maybe people feel that you know they grew up thinking that rich people were snobs and they don't want to be a snob and they don't want to be egotistical and they don't want to be this and that or so they that that thwarts their success or they don't think they're the ones who, who is, they are the one who is allowed to be successful. So they have this imagination that they aren't the one, that they can't, that that's not who they are. Now, they may not believe that inside themselves, but if they grew up thinking that that's who they were, where is that hidden belief? And so we start to tease those apart. So the very first thing you want to do is identify the task that is, is not as fulfilling as you would like it to be, the experience, whatever. And then do the best you can to start to understand what the beliefs are surrounding the challenge. After you feel like you have identified that belief, you want to clarify the history or the origin of the belief. Most people won't get to the actual origin, but to go back as best you can. And the way we do that, or the way I teach doing that anyway, is to ask yourself what the belief is. And, and I start my clients out with more of a feeling, like how does it feel? And, and identify that feeling inside yourself, feel it inside. Then ask yourself when you felt it before, and then ask when you felt it before, and when you felt it before, and when you felt it before. And you keep going back in time until the memory stops. You can't go any further back. Ask yourself if in that memory, if the feelings felt new or familiar. If they felt familiar and they probably did, then you know there's probably memories you just don't have that were precursors to that event. And that's okay. Work with the event in the earliest memory that you have. So just clarify its beginning. And once you get to that memory, you want to really write that down in, in as much detail as you can. Everything about the, the memory. And be sure that you start with who you were before the event occurred that, that, that taught the belief because you're going to start to see that the way you believed as a child going into that experience was a far cry from the way you came out of that experience. And so what we want to do mostly is start to get you back to what your beliefs were, those pure, innocent beliefs that really allowed you to see the world through eyes that were not tainted with fear. Once you start to get that, you want to start to delineate how that, how that belief that you bought into, well, not really bought into, but that you're aware of, serves you. Now that's not an easy question. In fact, it's probably the most difficult question there is to answer because once you get to the belief, then you, you have to really get into it. I was working with a young woman who really, you know, was proud of herself for standing on her own and, and doing her own and being very self-sufficient, but periodically she would need financial help out of trouble. And she was frustrated because she kept needing help. And so I asked her, well, how does it serve you to need financial help? And she goes, well, it doesn't. Oh, but it does because it keeps happening over and over. There's a wish in there somewhere that you're looking for. So I use a little bit of a ceremony when I walk somebody through this. And so she goes through the little ceremony that I put her through. And 20 minutes later, I come back in and she's crying. And she's like, I realize that if people will help me with money, they must love me. And I don't know how else to feel loved. So it's all about 
her still looking for the acceptance and the love. It wasn't really about the rescue at all. It was about the feeling that somebody cared enough to not let her suffer. And the only way she knew how to have external suffering was through the money. So if you can understand that example, there's a lot of understanding of her being and her childhood that had to come up to the surface as a result. So when I ask you, how does it serve you? If you need to on your own, you want to think, you know, is there a wish hidden in this repetitive pattern or this stuck place that I'm in? Once you get there, you want to identify where you bought into this belief, right? So now you, you've identified the belief, you've identified its original um, memory, it's the earliest memory you have, we'll call it the original. And now you've also looked at how it serves you, like what's the wish behind carrying this belief forward. So now we want you to go back and identify where you bought into it. So now you're going to come kind of forward in that timeline. And you want to hit that place in your life where if we if we use the example of money um, and you're not allowed to have the money, then where's that place where the, the feeling of lack just was yours? Maybe it was something like going to college and, and you get there and you end up paying for most of your college on your own and you keep just struggling and, and, and working full time and doing what you need to do to pay your bills and go through school and meantime your family is capable of helping you but you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and you've really you know at that point you just kind of buy into I'm never going to make it it's always going to be a struggle it's always going to be difficult for me and so but you'll feel it as you go forward in your memories you'll feel that point where you're like kind of giving into it like kind of like oh it's just not you know I, I guess maybe not maybe I'm not going to ever really make enough money or have enough money or be free so you want to kind of play with that it's kind of a tough example I could pick a different one um, once you identify where you bought into it because that'll be later in your life that's going to be like high school or adulthood really go, go later in life when you buy into it because that's an important time in your life that means that in that time in your life there were a lot of things going on that kind of just buckled you uh, when it comes to whatever your experience is that you're working on now you go back to that you can use both of your memories you want to use both your earliest memory and the buy-in memory and what you want to do with those memories is look at you remember what I said a few minutes ago in your earliest memory do you see did you really depict who you were what what experience you were having before the other beliefs were put upon you right what was your inner self all excited about or enjoying or believing or, or being at the time before you learned that you couldn't for some reason and so you're going to start to separate out self and other in those memories self is how you felt before other put the belief upon you that you couldn't or shouldn't or whatever it may have been then you go to your buy-in memory and you can see how different you are you can see how you're primed to just buy into the belief and so you want to look at who that is when you bought into the belief because between the first memory and that memory you were still struggling not to buy into the belief so you can start to tease apart what's you and what's other all of that other stuff that was put upon you that kind of drilled this belief in once you do that you want to really ask yourself 
what you are grateful for with yourself, right? What am I grateful for? So if I go back to that that money example, um, I'm grateful that I did make it through my schooling. I'm glad that I did make it on my own. I'm glad that I can be self-sufficient. And I'm grateful I have the that that part to me, right? Now what about the forgiveness? It goes right with the gratitude and I forgive myself for buying into a belief that didn't match me. And I forgive others because they did not know what they were doing when they put that belief upon me. Now, disclaimer, forgiveness is not something we do. It is the natural outpouring of the healing process. Why do I throw it in as the final step with gratitude? Because I think those two in that final step can go hand in hand. And it really is about learning to accept. And in order to accept the truth of who you are and let go of the belief, the gratitude and the forgiveness must prompt you at some level to just kind of accept all that you are and know that you can believe in the way you wish to believe and that that will open up so many doors and grant you such beautiful freedom. So I will quickly go through the six steps again. And again, you can pick up my book. It's very, very short. It's a little ebook on Amazon. It's under my name, Kristen Bomas, and it's the six steps to unveiling your truth. It will go through this in, in, a, in a worksheet manner, so you can really kind of work through this. But the six steps are identifying your belief, or the belief, I should say, that was put upon you, right? Clarify the history or the origin of the belief. Delineate how the belief serves you. Identify where you bought into the belief. Discern self versus other. And then achieve forgiveness, gratitude, and acceptance for you. So I want to thank you very much for joining me today. I want you to keep in mind that as you look at this, it is another level of starting to heal all of those places in your life where you are not yet feeling absolute freedom. And we all have them. It's why we're on this plane. So don't hesitate to jump in and find out where this all came from so that you can find greater freedom in your life. Thank you for joining me. And until next time, may the magic be yours. Thank you so much for joining me. And please visit KristenBomas.com where you can easily access all of my social circles.